0: Welcome back to the Champion Forum podcast. This episode is brought to you by my friends at Good Steward Accounting. Are you an entrepreneur that's looking to grow your business but often find yourself in the weeds, managing your finances, looking for ways to maximize profit? Maybe you're a small to medium-sized company that doesn't have the budget quite yet for an internal CFO. If that sounds like you and your current position, I want to introduce you to Good Steward Accounting. Good Steward Accounting is a full-service accounting firm dedicated to creating customized solutions for that small to medium-sized company. They have a proven track record in helping businesses with budgeting, raising capital, cash flow management, as well as short-term and long-term financial strategy. To take advantage of a free one-hour financial consultation of your business, I want to encourage you to email info at goodstewardaccounting.com. That's info at com. I-N-F-O at g o o d s-t-e-w-a-r-d accounting.com tell them that jeff hancher sent you you will not regret it good steward accounting is the preferred accountant the accountant that i use for the champion forum tell them that jeff sent you and they come highly recommended this is the champion forum podcast with jeff hancher the forum for leaders champions and dreamers Welcome to part two of two in a two-part series on the subject of toxic employees. In part one, we discussed some interview tips to avoid hiring a toxic employee, as well as common traits of toxic employees. Today we're going to discuss why leaders avoid addressing them, as well as the proper way to deal with the toxic employee. So let's just jump right into this. Why do you think it is that some leaders simply do not address toxic employees and they let it go far too long? It's kind of amazing if you think about it. They're not, they're not diving in to what everybody else sees as a problem. I'm going to tell you some big reasons why this happens and some things that maybe you can do as a leader to start thinking about. And if you're falling into some of these traps, I really want you thinking about, is this you? This is not the time to be naive. We're in the tree of trust here. It's just me and you in the car, you're listening. If, you're, if this is you, there's some quick action that you're going to need to take because as your responsibility grows, it's inevitable that you're gonna be exposed to more toxic employees. And this is something that can derail a leadership career. So the first thing that is a sign that you are ignoring it is that you, you avoid conflict at any cost. You're not somebody that likes conflict. You're a conflict avoider. Telling someone their behavior is that it, that it's unacceptable, it's not fun. Like, I get that. Nobody likes that. Firing someone is never ideal. But listen, you have to understand as a leader, it's part of the job. It's part of what you get paid to do. But yet, plenty of managers neglect this responsibility because they don't want to have a difficult conversation. You have got to understand that by neglecting to deal with this type of an employee, you're being just as negligent as the bad employee is. You're being, you are being you are causing just as big of a crime and a problem as your toxic employee by not addressing it. If this is you and you haven't already listened to the episode— uh, on On having difficult conversations, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that. I think it 's titled "Navigating Difficult Conversations." I do a whole episode on the subject. Go back and listen to that and start incorporating that into some of the challenges that you 're having with these toxic employees. You also have to have good perspective on a toxic employee you can't see, I, I hear people say this all the time i can 't believe somebody would ever act like that. You should not be surprised that somebody's acting like that. Welcome to leadership. People are going to do crazy things. I've learned that over my tenure. You can't be surprised when somebody is toxic or does crazy things. You have to accept it for what it's worth. You have to understand that part of your job is to deal with that kind of nonsense. To fix that kind of nonsense, to safeguard your team against that kind of nonsense, you have to welcome it and see it as an opportunity to improve the culture of your team. The second thing is the leader thinks it will take too much time and energy to find, hire, and train a replacement. How many of you have been there? I'm raising my hand. I've been there. I've let some employees stay too long because I I was just looking down of this task of recruiting and LinkedIn and direct recruiting, and everything that goes into interviewing, and oh my goodness, like how am I going to have time to do this? like what's the worst evil? Do I just keep dealing with this toxic employee, or do, or do I cut bait and, and move on and try to you know hire and train, and what if I get another bad hire? And all these things start running through your mind, so what sometimes leaders do is they get complacent. I can tell you this: you would be better off being understaffed than having a toxic employee on your team. It is not worth it. This is most often the case also if the toxic employee is a peak performer, and many of them are. This is like the worst-case scenario. One of your best performers is toxic. Man, if you have been there, this is, this is like the most painful thing. You're driving to work every day. You know you're going to run into them, or, or better yet, I call it the cell phone test. You see their name pop up on the phone they're calling. What's the first thing you think when you see their name? Oh, man, time to blow some sunshine and roses at this person. Meanwhile, you're disgusted that you even have to talk to them. You're tolerating them because they're bringing in strong results. They're driving numbers. But the rest of the team is losing respect for you by the minute. You're eroding the culture of the team. As painful as it is to lose a peak performer, nothing ever trumps the culture that you're building, and I mean nothing. While hiring can be a challenge, and it is, there's no question about it, it's short-term pain. Living with a toxic employee is long-term pain. Not only do you risk the current culture of your team, but you literally risk the brand of your company. How are they acting in the marketplace? How are they acting to your customers? What are they saying out in the field that you'll never even know about? It's never going to be okay for you, the leader, to not do a major portion uh, and use a major portion of your time safeguarding culture because you feel like replacing a toxic employee is too overwhelming. It is your job to safeguard the culture. And if that means that you have to hire two people to replace that peak performer, then so be it. But make sure that you take a strong look in the mirror and you realize that what you're doing, I realize giving up that kind of talent is not easy, but I can promise you that short term pain will pay off in the long run. The third thing is this. The leader is hoping the person will leave on their own. And and why I'm stating these is because I have been this person in times of my career, Like, man, they just seem miserable. Surely they're going to leave. Like, why put me through all the HR meetings? Why put me through all the performance plans? Why put me through all of the disciplinary process, the tough conversations, the chip on your shoulder, the sarcasm? Why put me through all that? Like, surely they're going to quit. I will tell you, this is a terrible approach. In my experience, it has been rare, that a toxic employee leaves on their own. Frankly, they seem to enjoy wreaking havoc. That's been my experience. Like, they get some level of enjoyment out of this. They're not—they most likely are not going to leave. Why would they leave, especially when they might have a leader that is tolerant of them? Everywhere else they've been, they might have actually ran into a leader that was assertive and direct, and it was short-lived. So, man, today's their lucky day. They ran into you, the leader— that is not assertive, that is just constantly taking their garbage and what they do and how they act. So why would they leave? Because they know that a lot of leaders won't put up with it, but lucky for them, they found you. So they're willing to just stay and ride this thing out because you never say anything, you never do anything, and in some cases, we have this kind of a toxic employee literally bullying the leader. And if that's you, it's got to stop. Toxic employees never improve on their own with no intervention. I'm not telling you that every toxic employee should be terminated. That's not my message. I will say this, though, it's been the case the majority of the time in my experience. The first thing is you're always going to look to coach up, but you got to be prepared to coach out and coach out fast when it's necessary. This approach could mean putting up with years of headache if you're hoping they're going to leave, years of destruction. And this leads to frustrating and demoralizing the rest of your team, all to avoid having an awkward conversation. It's simply not worth it. You could even have employees that resign and leave, and they, they'll never bring it up in an exit interview, the, anything about this toxic employee. And it might not even be front, front of their mind, but they got, that, they got that hit on LinkedIn from that recruiter. And just because the environment wasn't how it should be, they're out of there. They're never going to say in an exit interview, most likely, uh, it's because of Joe, the toxic employee that I'm leaving. It's usually not the case, but it's usually something that will aid them in at least listening to a recruiter's pitch. That's not a great place to be. So we've discussed the traits of toxic employees, why leaders avoid addressing toxic employees, Now we're going to discuss key steps that you're going to need to take to address specifically this toxic employee. The first thing that you have to do is you have to set clear behavioral expectations. This isn't job function, hit the quota. These are behavioral expectations. When you're dealing often with a toxic employee, it's critical that you establish and state very clearly what your expectations are for their behavior. Now you would think as mature professional adults, that everybody knows what that is. And often I'll hear leaders say, can you believe a grown adult would act like that? Here's how I always respond. Actually, yes, I would believe it. I've seen it a lot. So, yes, I would. Don't be naive. We're dealing with people. You have to set clear expectations as a leader. Stand strong in your position. Be very firm and be very clear what your expectations are For their behavior, let the employee know what behaviors you expect and what is appropriate and what is acceptable, and be as specific as you possibly can be. The other thing to do when you set an expectation, and this applies to setting expectations in general, get agreement from them that one, they understand the expectation, and two, they're willing to move forward with agreed upon expectations. Let them know that you appreciate them for their commitment and state clearly that you expect to not have a need for any future discussion. This is important. This isn't you telling them if this happens again, they're going to be terminated. But you get the agree, You set the expectation. You get agreement that they understand it and they're going to move forward with the expectation. You thank them in advance, assumptive leadership. Thank them in advance that they're going to move forward in what we just discussed but always leave it saying, I don't want to have this discussion again about you not meeting the expectation. Remember, 50% of an employee's work performance is based upon results they accomplish. The other 50% of their performance is based upon the behaviors they use to achieve that said performance. As a leader in the organization, it's critical that you make it explicitly clear that people will be held accountable in both of those respects, both the results and the behaviors to achieve the results. They're going to be held accountable in both, and perhaps even the potential consequences if they don't act accordingly. This is important. You'll hear a lot of companies that when they have these kind of conversations, they coach their leaders to say, up to and including termination. Find out from how you're going to position that. But people need to know, especially a toxic employee, If this isn't followed through with, this could lead to further action. This could lead to further discipline. I don't want to put you in that position, and I don't want you to put me in that position, but I'm not going to avoid it. This will happen. There's got to be accountability. Number two, model the behavior you expect to see. You would think that would be obvious as well as a leader to model out what you expect. When you're interacting with the toxic employee, consistently engage with them using the very behaviors you would like to see from them. If you've been listening to me any any length of time, you've heard me say some things are better caught than taught. Toxic employees can absolutely be coached up, and I can tell you this. As much as they drive you crazy, there is not much more rewarding than finding a toxic employee, coaching them up, creating a professional out of them to have them years later sit down with you over lunch and say, man, Jeff, I got to tell you, I really appreciate you hanging with me during that tough time, that season that I had. As I look back on that, man, I was an absolute jerk. And quite frankly, you were the only one in this entire organization that believed in me. And I really appreciate you modeling out what a true leader looks like, and I wouldn't be where I am today. So, man, I really appreciate you being tough on me when you needed to be. You know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine earlier today, and we were talking about that exact same subject, about how respect is earned. And when you earn respect as a leader, even with a toxic employee, they get to a place that they just don't want to let you down. They want to follow what you're doing. They might not tell you that. They might not show you that. Now, don't be naive either. If the toxic employee is taking advantage of it, you got to swoop in. But your first thing is, if it's not against policy and it's not illegal, your first reaction as a leader should be, how can I make them better? Don't always go straight to, how fast can I fire them? When that's necessary, go for it. Swift movement. But if you can coach up, I can tell you, leader, there is nothing better than making other people better. So model what you expect to see. You may find that you need to manage your own frustration when dealing and modeling this out, but it's the right thing to do. Remember, our ultimate goal is to do our best as a leader to make everyone around us better. If you happen to see any type, even small, incremental improvement with this toxic employee, make sure that you address it. Address this newfound behavior to the employee anytime you hear it, anytime you see it. And when appropriate, without you know making it weird, publicly praise them for the improvement. People will model after this. Look, we don't know what these people are bringing to the workplace. We don't know how they were raised. We don't know what their home life is. We have no idea. You might be the conduit of getting them from a situation, an upbringing, a bad environment, to literally being the only thing that's between their mess that they're in now, their behavior that they're in now, And the potential that they have. So it might be the smallest things, but when you see any level of improvement, shower them with praise. Make sure that your stick is in your sheath. Be ready to swing it. But man, it's always nice to feed a couple carrots when you can. Look for those opportunities. The third thing is document everything. You must document their offenses and any response you've offered. I don't care if you're a big corporate company with structure and standard operating procedure or you're a one-man entrepreneur and you have one employee and they're toxic. Document the process. You want to establish a pattern of behavior, the steps that you took to address it, the information, warnings, or resources you provided to the employee, and the failure of the employee to change. Now, look, a lot of big companies do this by nature, But if you're a small company, I could almost argue that it's even more important because if this ends up in a legal case or an equal opportunity issue or whatever it might be, it could be something that derails your business. Document well this process. Don't miss anything. Formal complaints, relevant information, performance evaluations, peer feedback, whatever you're getting, get them in that personnel file. This allows you to protect yourself and your company, and shows your employee exactly why they're being terminated if it comes to termination, which is a great segue into number four. You may need to end the relationship. Termination very well could be the case with a toxic employee. I said this before. Most times in my career, that's how it's ended. It's ended in termination. Um, Do what you can, but just know you want to move quickly up or quickly out when you identify a toxic employee. There comes a time when we need to come to terms with our own limits and know we've we've ended and we need to terminate the relationship. If you're dealing with a toxic employee and you know that you've done everything that you can reasonably do, it may be time to call it quits and it may be time to move on. You're going to know that this is the very point at which you've gotten to when you're feeling as though you don't know what else to do you're you're literally out of answers you're literally out of resources or the person's behavior is negatively impacting others and you decide that enough's enough like it's only getting worse the fire is only spreading they're starting to affect other people somebody good on your team quit because of them these types of things got to move quick in the end it may be what is best in the interest of the toxic employee the other people on your team, and your organization overall. It's important to manage the potential risk of keeping a toxic employee versus letting them go sooner than later because there is a cost to keeping a toxic employee too long, and it could be very, very damaging. As we come to a close of this part two of toxic employees, I want to give you some thoughts and questions to answer to yourself as you navigate this process of a toxic employee so that you can really check your own linkage here and find out how prepared are you for this and what might be missing. Here's some things to think about. Are you aware of your own thoughts and emotions about the employee? What are they? How may they be helping or hindering you from taking action? What is holding you back potentially from addressing this toxic situation? How can you begin to think about regulating your own emotions so that you're in a better place to take action and constructively address the toxic employee's behavior. How are you going to manage your thoughts and emotions before and during a meeting with the employee to address the behavior? Have you thought about what you're going to say? Are you going to bring in another leader into that conversation? How's that going to look? Here's another thing to think about. What are your expectations as a constructive result and outcome? Oftentimes, we'll go in if you have had enough, you go from assertive straight to aggressive, and you say in your mind, I got to fire them as quick as possible. I want you to lean towards a constructive result first. So what are your expectations as a constructive result and an outcome? The better prepared that you are to face the discussion, the more likely you are to reach a favorable outcome. And a favorable outcome could be termination. Like, don't shy away from that. I've ha- I've actually asked toxic employees this question. Do you still want to work here? Do you still want to do this job? I've had toxic employees say no. And I'll say, so what does that look like? And we'll talk through that. Sometimes it's a relief to them. You would be surprised what you hear. But make sure you're not shying away from the discussion. Be prepared to coach the toxic employee up, or out as soon as you spot the problem or behavior. Ignoring it is not the option. Preferably up, but it might be out, but it's got to be one of the two, and it's got to be fast. Most employees, they can be guided to better productivity and a more positive work environment. That's that's most often the case in general. Toxic employees, you run a higher risk of not, it not going that way, but you as the leader, you just need to know that you need to act quickly and you need to act very decisively. The fast action of a leader with a toxic employee accomplishes really two things. It lets the whole team know that you're holding everyone accountable, and you stop toxic employees before they completely destroy their own credibility or the credibility of the team in the marketplace. If you let a toxic employee go too long, any level of respect that you've earned with your team, it will be shot. They're going to see you as a pushover. They're going to see you as weak, They're going to see you, especially if you ever try to hold them accountable. I've seen what you did with the toxic employee. You let that guy get away with murder for years, and now you're going to come at me for being 10 minutes late to a meeting? You're done. That is the beginning of the end for you as the leader because you won't be able to hold anybody accountable to anything. So as daunting as it might seem at this point, if you've listened to this episode and you— You have had suspicions confirmed about one or more people on your team. It's imperative that you do something about it sooner than later. Don't let it continue to fester in the culture that you're building. Hopefully this episode has given you some helpful pointers on exactly how to go forward with this. Although, as with anything human-related, there is certainly an art to dealing with this type of environment you're not to go at it alone. Everybody needs great mentoring, and as I always say, some things are better caught than they are taught. If you need help knowing what to say or do when coaching a toxic behavior, or you would like one-on-one coaching with me directly to help you tackle a very specific situation, you need help customizing uh, your approach for this process, something to get you a couple more at-bats and get more comfortable with this, I want you to email me at jeffhancher at dot com so that we can set up some time to talk about uh, the coaching services and help you gain confidence to address this situation. I hope this message challenged you today. Make sure that you go and review the show notes from the episode at com. You now have the opportunity to get the show notes emailed to you directly every week as well. Be sure to sign up for this free resource. It is valuable, thought-provoking, and will help you on your leadership journey. I appreciate you all listening in. I wish you all the best on your journey to leadership excellence. And until next time, make sure you never forget it. You have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.